With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, Mahay and I favor nothing. Missing nothing. Broken nothing. Absent from your lives that are needed. Uh, first of all, <laughs> I literally ran out of data and I did not have access to my bank account. How's that for interestingly coincidental? Hmm? So... Tuesdays with Patrick, I posted up one of our original conversations, which is extremely timely today. And uh, I will not manage to get a Jonah deep dives up this week unless we are able to record on Friday. And I do not have that confirmed yet. Okay. Um, I hopefully will have a Jonah deep dive up Saturday. Um, This is a little bit. Strange because I'm going to try to get this thing uploaded in a different way that I don't always have access to. Anyway, that being said, you all, welcome to a random thoughts. Folks, I do my best. All right. I do my best. My yes is yes. My no is no. If I tell you maybe, it's because I don't know. I'll say if I can, I will. But this is my circumstances right now, and uh, I may or may not be able to. I will not know until we get there. Something else that people don't know. I, it's so funny. So many people think that they know me. I tell you what, people who listen to my comedy podcasts probably know me better than they know me from these Random Thoughts podcasts. Just saying. If you listen to my Stunt Kids programs... If you listen to my PG-13, just my PG-13 laugh podcast, you probably know me better than 99.9% of the people around me. Somebody has a great conversation with me. You have no idea how much I appreciate all the interviews that I do, right? I really do. I appreciate every last interview that I've been able to do. I've had amazing people. Uh, Deplorable Janet from Deplorable Nation. Amit from Hawkett Podcast. I've been on with New York Patriot, um, the Occult Rejects. I've been on with uh, Subconscious Realms, my buddy General Lee. I love doing, I really truly love doing the cryptids with uh, Josh from Eerie Skies Podcast. A lot of people give him crap, but I r- truly enjoy being on with Chris Matthew over at Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm telling you where all my interviews are at, by the way. Forbidden Knowledge News with Chris Matthew. I enjoy being on with him. He and I have a good time when we talk. Why? Because we just talk. We have a conversation. We enjoy ourselves. There's other people that I've enjoyed being on with, like uh, Legit Bat. Those two are amazing. Legit Bat Podcast. They are amazing. I did an interview with them, and we, we split it. They aired it, and I aired it. We had a great time. I thought it was fantastic. They were good good i say kids because they're a lot younger than me but they're great people right i'm telling you all the places you can find me (laughs) not just on me just not not just on mine you know i did a couple of very interesting shows with roger spur that would be mud fossil university okay 
And then I got my own interviews that I do with other people. It's no apologies interviews. But if you all if all you ever listen to are my random thoughts and my real magic and from the initiate, don't get me wrong, all this information is relevant. Everything in the No Apologies Enough Said podcasts, 330 of them, I think, or 330 hours, 340 hours. Anyway, yes, everything in there is relevant. A lot of it is done in analogy, but uh, it's relevant. All the interviews that I've done, even, even the great interview, I had a fantastic time with Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong was just an amazing individual to talk to. Fantastic. But people seem to think they know me. They've never listened to my podcast. They've never listened to my comedy. Or they've listened to one kind of podcast and not my comedy. Or they've listened to only my comedy and not my podcasts. Right? So they think that they know me and they have no clue. If you listen to my podcast, all the information and all the knowledge I've dropped, what you've got is you've got the intellectual raven. You've got my academic, my real knowledge. You don't have my academic or my education or my indoctrination. If you listen to the No Apologies, which is where this is at, um, or the No Apologies interviews, which I'm probably going to post this there too, if you listen to those two, what you get is you get the intellectual, you get the knowledge that I have to share from my perspective and my viewpoint and all the information that I've been able to gather. All right. And if all you ever listen to is my laugh podcasts, then what you get is all the stupid stuff that I did my whole life. That's just funnier than heck. Um, speaking of laugh podcast, I am going to record two more sometime in the next couple of days. It will be another just plain honorary and another stunt kids podcast. But uh, there are people who swear they know me just because they see me walk by them every day. And they spend a couple of minutes a month talking to me. There are people who would swear they know everything there is to, to know about me from one conversation. <laughs> Any of you ever run into that? Oh, well, you know, I really don't like him. I, I've been around him a few times and I don't like him. For one particular thing that I disagree with him on. Or one thing that I've done 25 years ago that they've heard about and they didn't like. <laughs> nothing like being judged for something you did 25 or 30 people don't even know me from 25 or 30 years ago that's what really gets me oh well i heard <laughs> well you know i heard that when a bear shits in the woods he grunts can you prove it <laughs> am i being facetious just a little bit y'all I don't talk down to anybody. I don't judge anybody. Yesterday was yesterday. Today's today and tomorrow ain't here yet. I try to start every day with a clean slate. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't forget people who lied about me. I don't pe forget people who stole from me. I don't forget crimes that were committed 25 years ago. That's a really good podcast I did, y'all. It's, it's How Does Evil Persist? 
I talked about the macro, which is the big stuff, versus the micro, which is the stuff that happened here where I lived 25 years ago, and how it persists. Because people, rather than being embarrassed and admitting that they made a mistake and did not see the problem, they try to cover the problem up, and it just allows the problem to continue for years and years and years. That's a problem that you have with governments, mind control agencies, whatever you want to call them. Um, I don't care if it's in the United States or Canada or California or New York or Paris, you know, the administration of Paris or the parliament in France or parliament in Germany. Or, it doesn't matter. When people ignored the problem and were satisfied with minor fixes, let's say, oh, well, you know, they throw somebody to the wolves. So one of your parliament members gets thrown to the wolves. They have a big hearing on TV. And he gets taken out of office, and then he retires for a corporation making a million dollars a year, right? Sorry about the noise. So, so he had a hearing, and he lost his job, but then he got hired to make, you know, $20 million a year the rest of his life. That's not fixing the problem. Why isn't the son of a bitch in jail for the crimes he committed? People were content to watch the trial, quote-unquote, on TV, and, oh, don't you do that again. Well, and that's kind of what happened here where I'm at. They were content to see that the people who were doing it were taken away from their jobs. But then they, they, but then they turned around and looked the wrong way. And new people passed ordinances behind closed doors, which is never supposed to happen where I'm at, by the way. According to our Constitution, nothing that our, that our uh, council or our chief does is without minutes or behind closed doors, but somehow they were able to pass legislation at the council house that allowed them to close the doors and hide what they were doing from the people and change the constitution of the reservation without an amendment going before all the people. And see, that's the thing. The constitution of the Cherokee says that nothing can be changed to our constitution without a referendum including the fact that people who were told they never could hold a position, this crime thing 25 years ago, these people who were told that they could not hold a position ever again within the, the government of the tribe are now in government positions within the tribe. Because somebody passed an ordinance behind closed doors that allowed them back in. That's what people should be upset about. If these people were banned from holding an office in the tribe, government, same thing's happened in other tribes too, by the way. It's not just here. It's an embarrassing thing. But if they were told they could never hold an office ever again because they betrayed the people, and then your council goes behind closed doors and changes the rule to allow them to have office again, that whole council is in violation of the constitution of the tribe. Not just one member, every person who voted to allow it, every person who hid behind closed doors to do it is a betrayer of the tribe. And I don't care if they hear this or not. I'm telling you exactly how it is. And that's exactly what's been going on in states, provinces, and federal governments, macro and micro again. The micro governments have gone behind closed doors to do things that they knew the people wouldn't approve of. Same thing has happened in state legislatures county boards, provincial boards, and federal government. They go behind the doors and they vote on things that they know damn well the people would never tolerate. 
And by the time the people find out what's been done, you're five or ten years down the road and you're like, how the heck is that person back in office? They committed a crime. They were never supposed to be able to hold office again. Same thing happens at the state level. Same thing happens at state and federal level. When you're talking about big governments, what they do is they just move them from one department to another. So they get busted in the Department of Transportation at whatever place you're in. Well, they get busted and they get, oh, you can't do this anymore. And they penalize them, they fine them, whatever. And then they just transfer them to the Department of Tree Watching and pay them the same amount of money and allow them to continue to commit the same crimes they did before. Well, my problem is, is on the local level is where you fix this. I don't care if you're a tribe, if you're a county, if you're a city. You want it fixed? Don't tolerate it. Every time the people who have done this stuff meet, get everybody you know to go outside and say, we want a total recall. We want a total recall. If you're going to go against our Constitution and our wishes, all of you need to be out of the office. We want a new election. Now. Not tomorrow, not next week. Now. And you do it in every city, every county, at every tribe that you have issues with. I'm telling you right now, anytime your tribal council goes behind closed doors and does not keep minutes, you are not very damn intelligent if you allow them to do this. Cherokee, those council doors are supposed to be open to the public every minute that they're in session. And everything that they say and do is supposed to be written down and available to the tribal members at any time they request it. That's according to the Constitution of the Cherokee. It's also that way in almost every state, province, and county, and uh, federal government. So why did people allow them to change this and not stand up? It's because they voted this stuff in secretly or quietly. And they, and they con convinced themselves that it was okay to do it in the secrets where they couldn't be seen. Um, I brought that up for a reason. I brought that up for a reason because people keep asking me how this continues and that's how it continues. Just like, well, I really don't like Raven. You know, that Raven, man, he's this and this and this and that and that and that. And nobody's ever walked in my shoes. Nobody's ever lived in my life. Nobody's ever existed in my life. Nobody has ever gone through what I've gone through and survived. Nobody, nobody that I know of in the last 10 years has sat down with me for more than 10 minutes to find out anything about me, yet they think they know everything there is to know. I don't trust Raven. Well, why don't you trust Raven? Because you're a lying sack of shit. <laughs> and I'm not going to let you do that without calling you out. That's what really makes me angry. Angriest is the people that attack me the most <laughs> aren't looking in the damn mirror. They got one finger pointed at me and three pointed back at them. And they know it. But they use me as a distraction. Oh, Raven this. Oh, Raven that. Oh, Raven this. And as long as they can talk dirty about me and 20 other people, they're hoping nobody notices that they're the dirty ones. Right? Well, it's the same thing in politics, you all. 
It's the same thing in politics. They talk all dirty and dirty. And the truth of the matter is, is in most politics, left and right don't make a damn bit of difference. They're all the same damn bird. They make zero difference whatsoever who you vote for. You can vote left, right, green, labor, environmental, the tree, the frog, the monkey. It don't matter who you vote for. They don't represent you because in order to get there, somebody selected them long before you got to go to the voting booth. And that's where we get into trouble. People want to believe things. What do I keep saying? Don't believe or disbelieve anything. Know or don't know. You know, and it, it's, it's the same on a personal level. It's the same on a micro level. And it's the same on a macro level. On a personal level, don't believe anything about Raven. None of you listening to me. Believe anything about me. Either know or don't. How do you know? Go back and listen to my podcast from front to back. If you don't see that they're consistent and persistent, then uh, I can't help you. Same thing with my laugh podcasts. I've never said that I was a saint. I never said that I didn't live my life in ways that some people wouldn't. I ain't saying I didn't enjoy it either. (laughs) I'm just saying I am who I am. But to listen to just my intellectual podcasts and say, oh, well, I know Raven pretty good. I'm glad that so many people trust my opinion and perspective. I've spent a long time building it. Does it mean that I'm right? I hope so. I wouldn't have spent all the years that I did trying to get information and knowledge to be wrong. But I have pointed out in several of my podcasts, especially the Random Thoughts podcast, that I am only as accurate as the knowledge I've been able to get a hold of. If there is any flaw in the knowledge that I've gained from different sources, then what I know is incorrect. How many people have ever said that to you? How many people have ever pointed that possibility out to you? Now... That being said, when there are literally thousands of people doing research, thousands, not hundreds, not tens, thousands of people doing research coming to the same conclusions that I did from a different angle. You know, I say it all the time. I went from oral traditions to mythology and written traditions and old mythological texts is what they call them, but I call them history. I went from that perspective and came forward and then added science. A lot of people started with science and then realized that the oral traditions were correct. (laughs) So if you can come at things from two completely different directions and come to the same conclusion, and there's thousands of people who have done it. Now, do we all agree on timelines? No. Some people say it's 40 years from now. Some people say it's next year. I hold to what I said based on oral traditions, based on tribal traditions, based on esoteric knowledge and occulted books and teachings, I still say it's October of next year, but it's going to start earlier than that. It's going to start, let's see, October 2024, October, September, August. It's about the end of July is when it's really going to get interesting. That it'll stay that way all the way through January and into February. I'm not the only one that's come to that conclusion. 
there's a lot of other people who don't want to put that date out there because they're like, well, if I'm wrong, well, you know what? If I'm wrong, that's a good thing, isn't it? But I can't see that I am based on what I've seen and based on the literature and oral traditions that are out there. I just can't see that I'm wrong. And not because I'm right. It's because there are hundreds of people. Hundreds of people who have come to the same conclusions. And they're just a few years off one way or the other. But you got to remember something. Uh, some of these people aren't looking at solar alignments. Some, people, uh, some, of, some of them aren't looking at oral traditions or written traditions that are ancient. Some people aren't looking at the esoteric. They're only looking at the scientific. Some people aren't looking at the current science. They're only looking at geological record. That's what I, I did a whole podcast talking about wearing blinders when you only take one view. I did a whole podcast talking about what happens when you only take one view. Well, that comes back to the personal and the micro and the macro. If you only take one view when you're looking at somebody. You know, when I did from the initiate, one of the very first, the very first two programs I did from an initiate was emphasizing the fact that if you haven't walked in somebody's shoes, you have no right to judge them. You know, there are people out here like Bill Gates, for example, I pointed it out numerous times. The most scary thing about Bill Gates and, and the Rockefellers is they truly believe they're doing the right thing. Now, I've told you what I think about beliefs, right? That line in the middle will get you every time. They truly believe that they're doing the right thing, but they don't know. And I'll emphasize, for all that they think that they do know, their beliefs show that they're full of shit. Well, I believe and I think, no. You never hear me say, I believe. And if I say, I think, it's because I don't know. This is my best guess. So when you hear somebody on TV, he's supposed to be a professional and all this and all that. And he says, well, I think. No, that is not somebody you want to listen to. You want to understand, stand under the knowledge that he thinks something based on his beliefs. I'll tell you flat out, I, I either know or I don't know. I don't believe anything and I don't disbelieve anything. If I disbelieve it, it's because they're lying and I know it. <laughs> I don't believe that. Well, why don't you believe that? Well, because it's a lie. I know better. <laughs> Trying to use some of my comedy there. I don't believe that, you lying. I could do the George Carlin thing. I don't believe that. You're full of shit. <laughs> some people are just full of shit. <laughs> George Carlin, y'all. But that's where I'm at. And, uh, you know, some people do not like my confidence. They, can, they confuse my confidence and my knowledge for arrogance. Well, you know, if you're that damn stupid that you feel threatened by my knowledge, maybe you ought to do some more reading. <laughs> and not the damn newspapers and television. You know, people get mad at me. One of the things that people get most mad about me is they'll tell me something that was on television and I'll look right at them and say, that's not true. Well, uh, they, it was on TV. No, I don't care. It's still not true. Man, you want to talk about mad. You want to talk about mad as in like a bull seeing red or a dog with rabies. Well, you know, on TV they said, and I'm like, well, that's not true. Well, how do you know it's not true? Because I know and you believe. You believe what they said and I know what they said isn't true. Oh, you want to make people mad? I'm serious. <laughs> 
And I've warned you all how many times in my podcasts that you don't try to talk to people who watch TV all the time. You cannot get through to them. They are well-programmed. I mean, the second podcast I did was TV programming, which you will now find on January 18th of 2023. I moved it up in the playlist in order to put it back out again. But uh, TV programming and brainwashing and frequency woo. I have warned you all, I don't know how many times, that you cannot talk to people who spend four and five and six and eight hours a day in front of the TV. They will not hear you. They will not see the evidence. They are literally blinded to the evidence that's available. doesn't matter if you show them newspapers. See, that's the reason why people are like, well, all of a sudden the newspapers are talking about the, the COVIDs. All of a sudden the newspapers are talking about people being more susceptible to flu if they got the shots. All of a sudden the newspapers are actually admitting that people who got the shots are more likely to get sick. The newspapers can do that. Why? Because people who watch television don't watch the newspapers. People who watch television don't look up anything online. They listen to the television. And the television is telling them exactly the opposite. The television is telling them, go get your new Booster 2020. Oh, wait, Booster 2024. Go get your new Double Booster 2024. Sponsored by Pfizer. All right, you need to understand the difference between what we're seeing, if you're looking, and what they're seeing on television. I don't watch television. I spot check it, all right? I spot check it to see what they're up to because all of a sudden we start seeing newspaper articles that are backing us. Why are they doing this? Well, because we're going to see it. Meantime, the people who spend all their evenings in front of the television are still getting the same Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Merck, and, you know, IG Farben, come get your poison commercials. They're still getting the same shit. Fauci out there lying through his fucking teeth. Excuse my language, but that's the only way I know to say it. They're still getting Fauci lying through his damn teeth. They're not getting real information from television. They are getting their, they are getting their beliefs supported. All right. They're getting their confirmation bias they're getting the same lies, the same rhetoric, the same propaganda, the same gaslighting. They are not seeing the actual white papers and research showing the, what we already know. All right? It's just not happening. So talking to them is a waste of your time. I, I have warned you about this numerous times in my podcasts. All right? Numerous times in my podcasts. And let me say again, if you listen to my intellectual stuff like the No Apologies interviews and No Apologies Enough Said, where I do my random thoughts and my magic and my uh, from an initiate and all my historical stuff, if, you, if that's all you've ever listened to and you haven't listened to my stunt kids and my PG-13 comedies, then uh, you only know half of me. You have no idea where I've come from. You have no idea what I've been through. For folks who think that they know me, how many of you listening to me know that I had my whole face destroyed in about 30 seconds? Not even that. 15 seconds. I had my whole face and body destroyed in about eight and a half, ten seconds. I suffered such traumatic injuries that it took years for the inflammation to go out of my body. And my head was so damaged 
that I couldn't think outside of waking up. How many of you knew that when I was injured, I used to have to write myself a note to tell myself where I was at when I woke up? <laughs> I had to write a note to myself so that I would know where I was when I woke up in the morning. That's how bad my short-term memory was, you all. I took a full frontal assault to my forehead with metric tons of impact. I got a double, double. My brain bounced off my skull, but my skull got bounced off of by t metric tons of pressure. My short-term memory was toast, so toasted that I had to write myself a note every night so I wouldn't forget where I was at when I woke up. Then I couldn't REM sleep for years. If I'd go into REM sleep, I'd quit breathing. Can you imagine? Y'all wonder why I don't sleep very much now? It's because I learned not to. And I feel better when I don't. How many of y'all know that my two oldest children are dead? Both of them killed. One of them by a drunk driver. And one of them knifed to death. How many of them, how many of you listening to me know that I've been widowed twice? My first love, my first daughter's mother died from an overdose, you know, that go back to hit that kills. My other wife died in my arms from a heart attack. How many people know that? How many of y'all know that? Listening to me. You want to talk about maturing somebody? You want to talk about changing the way that you look at life? Have two of your children dead and two of your <laughs> two of your spouses die before you're 40. Before I was 40, you all. You want to know why I sound like I'm an old man? Life's made me that way. But it's also gave me a perspective that most people don't have. Do I envy them to death? No, I wish they were still here with me. But at the same time, I'm wise enough to understand that they're better off not here. How many of you see it that way? God, I miss them every day. I do. I'm blessed. Right now, I am blessed with those that are around me and interact with me. But I do not, do not, do not fault them for not being here right now. If they were not meant to be here, good thing they're not. And obviously they weren't meant to be here. It sucks the way that they had to leave. Right? <clears throat> Just saying. How many of you all know that I've been fighting Lyme disease for seven years? And I still do 13 to 20 miles a night at work with Lyme disease. Plus everything else that I do. <laughs> just saying how many of y'all knew I had Lyme disease that's what I'm trying to point out here y'all is I love the fact that you all interact and y'all listen to me and y'all spend time with me and y'all appreciate my perspective and opinion and the knowledge that I've been able to garner and gain and glean all these years I've been at this for over 40 years y'all my first books were over 30 years ago 
my first books were over 30 years ago. My first gratuity speeches were over 30 years ago. My first stand-up comedy was almost 30 years ago. <laughs> my first stand-up comedy was almost 30 years ago. I've got people who listen to me, and I love you all for taking the time to spend with me. And that is not a lie. I say, Mahay and I favor nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing absent from your lives that are needed. And that's everybody who hears my voice. I don't care if you hate me or you like me. But my first books were over 30 years ago, and my first stand-up comedy will, will have been 30 years ago very shortly. On stage. That's how long I've been around you all. That's how long I've been around. I've been on six continents. I've set it fires with tribes all over the planet. Plus some places I wasn't even supposed to be into. I got put out of the country. <laughs> but that's me. I've always had the confidence and the knowledge and the understanding, standing under, that I knew that I could go there and do this. And even if I got penalized for it, it was still worth it. So I talk about being an initiate. You have to make up your mind. Is it worth being penalized for? It could be death. But what I tell you about death, death is just transition. Oh, they're going to threaten to kill you? <laughs> well, they could do a lot worse, you all. You all know this. There are much worse things that they could do to you than death. And there are other things about me that people have no idea. Some of my friends do. I've got some friends that listen to me all the time that know things about me that most people don't. And if you listen to my stand-up comedy, especially the just plain honorees, you probably figure out more. That being said, y'all, I'm going to put up another just plain honoree this week. I'm going to put up another PG-13 comedy this week. I'm going to try to get Jonah and I together on Friday night. And Patrick and I will be back Tuesday with Tuesdays with Patrick. Um, that being said, y'all, again, Mahay and I favor nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing absent from your lives that are needed. And uh, always, I don't do podcasts for me. I do it for every last one of you people who listen to me. And I'm telling you right now, no apologies enough said there are 340 hours. No apologies interviews over 130 hours. No apologies laugh podcast, my laugh podcast, over 140 hours of comedy. Y'all... The comedy is the important stuff. You need to laugh. You need to change your energy. You need to change your vibrations. I do the laugh podcast as a break for me and hopefully as a break for you all from all the serious knowledge that I drop, right? Hey, we were all dying when we came into these avatars and there's only, two, right now, there's only one way out. Maybe eventually there'll be another way out. You know, that light body thing, the transmutation. But even then, it's leaving the physical, y'all. So even then, it's leaving the physical. Appreciate every last one of you from all the countries that listen to me on all the podcast repeater sites. Makes no difference to me, whatever you're comfortable with. And uh, thank you. Thank you for getting me over 600 hours of podcasts between the laughs and the interviews and no apologies enough said. And over 1,000 hours when you add in all my guest spots and interviews that I've done with other people and, and dual podcasts, it's great. And, uh, I have never once monetized and I never will. 
So, you know, you want to buy me a coffee, it's, you'll find that link in some of my podcasts. That helps me pay for the data and all the other stuff that I need to keep putting these podcasts out. Thank you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.